Welcome back to the program, Virginia. Your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, coming back at you live here on Virginia's Big Dog radio program, The Really Real Deal. And, folks, we have a Really Real Deal guest with us today and talking about what Dez Ray was saying, you got to be bad, you got to be bold, you got to be wise. Brother, how you doing there? It's been a while. Craig, how are you? I'm fantastic, man, and uh, you are really uh, something else. You know, the uh, folks, this gentleman, uh, former Libertarian vice presidential nominee, uh, we've had Wayne on several times in the years past, and uh, he calls himself a chief rainmaker and pitchman extraordinaire. And, uh, uh, and actually, he was a classmate of Obama back in the class of 83 in Columbia. And, Wayne, when you put that million-dollar um, reward up for anyone that had ever seen Obama on campus doing that, because you said you never saw the guy. Did anyone ever take you up on that, on that offer? Nobody ever took me up on that offer, never. Oh. And I, I've argued from day one that uh, what Trump should have done, and I sent a note to Trump. He always read my stuff in those days. And I sent a note to Donald Trump, uh, like maybe this was two or three years ago, and I said, you ought to put up a $10 million reward for anyone at Columbia University in their admissions department who will be willing to release Obama's college records. Because I'm mm. telling you, it's not the birth certificate that's the problem. His scandal is at Columbia. Yeah. I, I don't think he was ever foreign-born. I think he was American-born, mm -hmm. and he lied and committed fraud to get into Columbia and claimed he was foreign-born. Yeah. That was my guess from day one, and I'm telling you, it's going to turn out to be true. I don't know anything about the, you know, the birth certificate or where he was born. I'm just telling you, at Columbia University, if you ever get his records pried open, you will find out he was a foreign student at Columbia University. I yeah. guarantee you. I guarantee I, you. I believe that because you know he was, well, you know this, of course, but our listeners may not. He was known as Barry Sotero. He right. Was adopted by his uh, Indonesian stepfather. His yeah. Muslim Indonesian yeah. stepfather, mm -hmm. yes. Yeah. Correct. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, and you know, you, I remember the last book you wrote when we had you on the program, The Power of Relentless. And, uh, well, now, actually, I think that was the first one we had you and then Murder of the Middle Class, we, we had you. No, actually, you have it reversed. The Murder of the Middle Class was three years ago. Power Relentless was two years ago. Oh, okay. Oh, so, okay. actually, you were right the first time. Power Relentless was the last one I spoke about on your show. It was endorsed mm -hmm. by Donald Trump, who was running for president at the time. It just announced he was running. Yeah. And, uh, and it was a great honor that he, you know, he never endorses anyone's book if it's not his. Never. Mm -hmm. And he agreed to do it because I'd been you know, so prolific out there on the stump forum. I'd given so many interviews where I said, if this guy runs for president, I'm telling you, he's our next president. And he started uh, sending me emails. You know, we developed a little relationship, but he said, thank you for everything you say about me. It, it turns out, you know, we've never had a guy run for president who's so details-oriented. This guy read everything I wrote about him. Wow. Now, I wrote lots of stuff about Mitt Romney. In my whole life, never got a note from Mitt Romney. I read, wrote lots of stuff about George W. Bush. In my whole life, never got a note from George W. Bush. Yeah. And this guy, Trump, starts sending me notes after everything I write, mm -hmm. saying, fantastic, thank you, Wayne, you're the best, you're the greatest, thank you, Wayne. He's reading everything I'm writing. I mean, he's an amazing guy. Yeah. And one of my buddies is, uh, is great friends with Donald Trump. Mm -hmm. And my buddy told me, this was two years ago already, he said, Wayne... I'm telling you, you've never seen a human being like this. Uh, my buddy is a member of his club, Mar-a-Lago, in Florida. Mm -hmm. And he says to me, the guy's a billionaire, 
and he walks into the club, and there's you know a thousand people there. He's got to greet all thousand. They all know him. They all expect him to come over his table to, to their table, and he's about to do all that. He's an amazing guy. He said, but he'll look up and he'll see on the ceiling uh, there's like you know ten thousand lights, and one light bulb's out. <laughs> And he calls the general manager over and says, there is one light bulb out in that oh, corner man. on the right. You know, he says he sees one fork is misplaced from where it's supposed to be, mm. and he'll report it to the general manager. He said he's the most details-oriented wow. human being to get things done correctly you've ever mm. seen in your life. It's why he's a billionaire. He's amazing. Mm. And sure enough, we have him as president of the United States now. And all we've got is this attempt to destroy him yeah. and knock him down and make him discredited and make him look dishonest and make him look like a liar and make him look like a racist. And it's, it's all warfare. a lie. He's none of those things. Yeah, it's warfare. That's a true sign of greatness. I remember Wayne Gretzky, It was uh, he was uh, going down the ice one day and there was, the opposition had one man too many on the, uh, on the ice and the referees didn't get it, the announcers didn't get it. His own coach didn't get it, but Wayne Gretzky moving at, you know, 40 miles an hour, he saw it. <laughs> and, uh, that's greatness. Yeah, that's, that's greatness. Right, right. And, and by the way, when they put more men on the ice than they're allowed to put on just to stop you, it shows how great you are. Right. And, and I feel the same way about Trump. You know, you saw I wrote that crucifixion of, of uh, Donald Trump. Man, and, that was powerful. Yeah, I mean, I, I want to make sure no one misinterprets what I say, because liberals read everything I write, and they try and make me out to look like a terrible guy and take everything out of context. I wasn't saying that in any way that Donald Trump is God or Jesus or anything like that. We all know he's a flawed you human being. You made that clear. Yes, I do. Yes. we all know he's a flawed human being, just like you and I and everyone right. else. There's only right. one Jesus. Right. But, and you may know, or I'm not sure if you do know, but I'm a, I'm a Jew-turned evangelical Christian who gave my life to Christ. Mm -hmm. And so there's only one Jesus. We get that. Donald Trump is human. But what's happening to him sounds to me and looks to me and feels to me exactly like what happened to Jesus. In other words, the Jews hated the Romans. The Romans hated the Jews. The rabbis hated the Roman leaders. The Roman leaders hated the rabbis. But they all got together to destroy one man who was a threat to all of them. Mm -hmm. And that was Jesus. He bothered all of them. He was dangerous. He got the people thinking. And they don't want the people thinking. And that's right. what's happening to Donald Trump. You know, the Republicans and the Democrats may hate each other in Washington, but guess what? They all hate Donald Trump. And I really yeah. mean that. Republicans don't like Trump. You yeah. can see it. These guys are all oh, bad. Oh, man, they're, yeah. They're and like see, Judas. You know, they're out to stab Trump in the back. Yeah. And he doesn't have any fans in Washington on either side of the aisle. And they all are united in one thing. This guy is dangerous, and he's going to get our jobs caught. He's going to get a cut. He's going to get our salaries cut. He's going to get our pensions cut. He's going to get our budgets cut. He's going to hurt our power. we got to stop this swamp. guy. Yeah, drain that swamp. I mean, how yep. can you drain the swamp and not have government become smaller? You, you, you can't. Well, you can't, and that's the pro That's the issue. Right. And it bothers not just the politicians, but there are, you know, there are 22 million government employees in America. Mm -hmm. You heard what I just said, 22 million people who work for government get a check from government. They're bothered by Donald Trump. There are 107 million people on some form of government handout check mm -hmm. in America that work for government but get a welfare check from government. 107 million. They're bothered by Trump. And you got all the multinational corporations where nobody's on welfare. They're all getting fat, but they're getting fat on government contracts. Mm -hmm. They're bothered by Trump. Yeah. And you got all the agency heads, you know, the head of the FBI, the CIA, the NSA, the, the VA. 
you can't trust any of these guys. They all hate Trump. They're yeah. all out to get him. They're all leaking everything he says. Doesn't anybody understand when they leak something you say, you're not the criminal, no matter what you said, they're the criminal. It's against yeah. the law to leak it. Now, they what? can't be doing this. I never saw this for Obama. Did you ever hear one word Obama said in private to anybody? Leaked? No, never. no, no. So no. they're bugging Trump, mm-hmm. or they're in the room with him, and they're reporting what he says? You can't do that. No one's ever done that before. This is dangerous. Yeah. Now, so now, Wayne, this is the crucifixion of Trump. Yeah, Wayne, we're at, we're at a hard break. Can you hold okay. over for one more second? Sure. Sure. Okay. Well, all right, folks, if you're just joining us, we have Wayne Allen Root, and he's laying it down. Uh, tough and hard, just like you expect on the really real deal. We will be right back, folks. A man and his microphone. Brother Craig. Welcome back to the program, Virginia. Your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, coming back at you live here on Virginia's Big Dog Radio Program with my big dog guest, Wayne Allen Root. And uh, Wayne, thank you again, buddy, for uh, staying over. Craig, my pleasure. My pleasure. Make sure everyone knows where to reach me, by the way. Yes. Uh, My website's rootforamerica.com. And uh, I now have a national radio show, by the way, Monday through Friday, every day of the week. Uh, wow. 6 to 9 p.m. Uh, East Coast time, 6 to 9 p.m. It's on USA Radio Network, and you can find more at usaradio.com. You can listen every day live. If you don't get into your town, you can listen at usaradio.com. Okay, I'm writing that down, USA Radio Network. And, uh, yeah, that's that's great. Congratulations on that. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Now, if maybe we can squeeze two more uh, issues in here before you have to go. Now, uh, you have a brilliant, and folks, this this is a smart guy here. I'm telling you. Uh, and look, the, 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 the test of a guy that's smart is when you say something and it's so simple and you say, wow, why didn't I think of that? <laughs> okay? The wall, paying for the wall. I mean, tell the folks this great idea you have. Well, listen, I, I just don't think – Congress, Republican or Democrat, again, uh, I don't think any of them like Trump, and I don't think they're ever going to pass or fund or get it going to build the wall because they just don't want to do anything to help Donald Trump or help the American people. I think that Democrats have their own reasons. They love illegals because every illegal that walks through our border is a new potential Democratic voter. And I think that Republicans love illegals in in, in their own way because Republicans are bought and paid for by all the corporations, and the corporations want cheap labor. And they don't give a crap if you're an American or not. Mm -hmm. So if you come in and compete with Americans and will do the job for half of what an American will, um, they want it. So they want the, the border open. So they don't want a wall. So, and they're the ones who write every check to every Republican candidate. Yeah. So whether you're a Democrat or a Republican, Donald Trump is threatening you yeah. and threatening your fund of, of donations. So no one's going to get the wall started. So we need to get the wall started. 63 million Trump voters can fund this wall. Certainly we could start the funding of the wall, but I think we could fund the entire thing. If you multiply 63 million times $100, we could put up 
$630 million to get the thing going. Mm-hmm. If, if the average Trump voter is willing to put up uh, a few dollars a month, every month, until we build the wall, I'm telling you, we could fund the whole $12 billion wall. Oh, yeah, so, $10 a month. You can uh, do it all on your, uh, uh, your credit card or, or they'll put that on your phone bill, your cell phone bill. $10 a month. I mean. So we can make this happen. So yeah. I went on Fox News about two weeks ago, Craig, and I told this story. Now, I, I haven't set anything up. I don't have a charity set up. I didn't ask for any money because I can't take the money. And I don't have a charitable uh, 5013C. And I didn't give anyone an address to find me. I didn't do any of that. All I did was mention this idea that we can get it done, the people. And I don't think mm-hmm. most Trump voters would even care that, you know, we're already paying taxes and the taxes should pay for it. There's just no choice at this point. I don't think yeah. most voters care that Donald said, most Trump voters, that Donald said Mexico will pay for it. We'll worry about that down the line. Yeah. I just wanted to start, and I don't care about $10 a month. Uh, to me, that's a drop in the bucket to get mm-hmm. something important done for America. So I mentioned that on TV. Well, when I got home, from that interview, people had looked up Wayne Root, gone to my website, looked up my email, sent emails, and I had hundreds of emails waiting saying, I'm a firefighter, I'm a construction worker, I'm a pipe fitter, I'm a middle class person, I'm a working class person, I have no money, I'd be willing to give $100 a month, every month, wow. or I'm willing to give 100 right now, or I'm willing to give 1000 right now. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of them who said 1000 where do I send it? One guy said... I have 10000 I'm ready to write the check right now, $10,000, where do I send it? I mean, right at the moment, I could have collected a million dollars. So I know I've got a great idea here. Mm-hmm. And so I'm actually working on, with attorneys right now, setting up the 5013C Fantastic. and going on a nationwide tour to do it. Fantastic. And look, and then you add to that, churches could raise up, and, 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 and the great thing you say, folks could buy a brick or a church could buy a section. A, uh, a a Masonic order uh, or the Kiwanis Club or whatever the, all these service organizations they could buy a little section and uh, put their college, name on it. Yeah, college fraternities. <laughs> yeah, college fraternities. And, How about uh, corporations, Craig? You know, oh, I didn't even say yes. this on TV, but there's no reason why can't you, the wall should be like NASCAR. Yeah. You know, a corporation puts up a million dollars, they get a giant <laughs> sign on <laughs> on the wall. And by the way, if they put up two million, they get a sign on both sides of the wall, one in Spanish, <laughs> one in English. <laughs> Cool, cool, man. That's that's strong, folks. You gotta look. This his website is Root for America. You gotta check this guy out, folks. And uh, I am telling you. And uh, and Wayne, you you had some interesting commentary, you know. And I've been on it. Everybody's been on it. Uh, you know, Comey. Uh, now McCabe. We know a lot about McCabe here in Virginia, okay? Mm. Because his wife, the uh, uh, you know, I'll low down. Did she run in your district? Is that where she ran? No, she was up in uh, Northern Virginia. But ah, okay. um, uh, McAuliffe uh, gave her a lot of money. And, 700 uh, grand, just under yeah, 700 grand. Yeah, yeah. And for the life of me, why these low-fat Republicans ever let uh, Terry McAuliffe become elected? And see, th- it was this infighting. You see, you and I, we are first-year cohort uh, Generation X, all right? And, and, and the, but the baby boomers run everything. And so— here, our, our younger cohort, uh, Generation X, um, that was running for governor, Ken Cuccinelli, the old guard, uh, they did not want Ken. And so they fought Ken tooth and nail the same way they fought uh, Ted Cruz. They don't want the young Republicans to rise up and take over. These old cronies, uh, they're running this thing into the ground, and they would rather have a defeat 
for a new Republican, uh, a, a fiercer, more Republican, true to the creed of the Republican Party, and, and think, oh, well, in four years we'll take it back. And uh, your, your thoughts on that? Well, my thoughts are that uh, it's amazing to me that in eight years of Obama there were so many scandals, and not one special prosecutor or special counselor was ever called, ever. And now we have Trump as president. I really had great hopes that when Trump became president, he'd go investigate all the massive scandals of Obama and the Democratic Party yes. and call a special prosecutor. Never did. And instead, a special prosecutor got called on Trump under Trump's regime yeah. it, within four months of being president. You've got to be kidding me. Yeah. When you think about the crimes and corruptness and conflicts of interest, it's not these stupid things, the Russian scandal. Oh, my gosh. You know, if you're talking about Russia, there's far more scandal in Russia, a connection between Hillary and Obama, than there ever was between any of Trump's people. Why there is a special counselor to investigate Trump's connection to Russia when Hillary's campaign manager, John Podesta, and his brother, Tony Podesta, both have massive connections to Russia while Hillary's running for president. When uh, his brother, Tony, represented the biggest bank in Russia and tried to get sanctions taken off them, uh, John Podesta had ownership in a company where Vladimir Putin had ownership while he's running Hillary's campaign. Hillary, while Secretary of State, gave away one-fifth of the uranium stock of the United States to Russia in return for hundreds of millions in contributions to the Clinton Foundation. Mm-hmm. No special prosecutor ever got called. Yeah. When, when you think of Benghazi and the lies and the cover-up, no special prosecutor ever got called. Yeah. When you think of the massive IRS scandal, which I think all of these are terrible, but the IRS scandal is by far the worst, because I can't imagine a Republican president using the IRS to go after uh, his number one opponents, uh, major Democrats. How about black Americans? How about Christian Americans? How about Muslim Americans? How about the NAACP? Yet Barack Obama used the IRS to go after me and critics and Tea Parties and conservative organizations mm-hmm. and Reverend Graham's son, Franklin Graham, and other Christian pastors, their organizations were attacked by the IRS, and and, uh, pro-Israel Jewish groups were attacked by the IRS, and no one did anything or said anything. There's no special prosecutor. The order had to come from Obama's office, the White House. The IRS on their own doesn't go after all these groups. And so why now a special prosecutor four months into Trump's term over something so silly and so stupid, they, they talk about obstruction of justice, Craig. Mm. Because Trump may have, we don't know that this conversation ever happened, but he may have said to the FBI director, hey, by the, in, in passing conversation, and this is what a businessman would do, mm-hmm. hey, do me a favor, listen, uh, General Flynn's a nice guy, can we just, just drop this stupid investigation? Mm-hmm. He may have said that, he may not have said it, I have no idea, it's his word against uh, the FBI, if he didn't record it, the FBI Comey director, then there's no proof it was ever said. It's one man's word against another. It but was... if he said it, it doesn't lo- rise to any level of obstruction. But you know what did rise to a level of obstruction? Bill Clinton meeting on the tarmac with Loretta Lynch. Yes. To discuss his own wife's investigation, not discuss it, obviously to bribe Loretta Lynch into stopping the investigation. What does rise to the level of obstruction would be Andrew McCabe, the number two man at the FBI, 
who you know well in Virginia, taking a, his wife taking a bribe yes. for him from the governor of Virginia, Terry McAuliffe. Yes. And I'll say all this is allegedly, it has to be proved, but, you know, I may have been born yesterday, Craig, but I wasn't born in the last five minutes. Yeah, yeah. How could and the FBI about... number two man have a wife running for office as a Democrat while he's investigating Hillary and the wife gets 700000 or so in contributions from the governor of Virginia who's a best friend of the Clintons, and that's yeah. not considered bribery or, or a terrible conflict of interest at the best and be removed from the case. Do you explain that it's, to me? It's de facto bribery. What about the hot mic uh, where uh, Medvedev and Obama, and he says, tell Vladimir, after I win my next election, I'll have more flexibility. Okay? I mean, the whole Who's world... closer to Russia than that, right? The That's whole like world the heard that. Okay? Right. But this is the thing with, with Republicans that... You know, and I've been I've been banging this drum on radio for nine years, Wayne, and 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 maybe you can help me out on this, brother. How do we get Republicans to stop with this circular firing squad and the the, the disparate parts of the uh, Republican coalition, which I call the Christian conservative constitutional capitalistic coalition? You know, if we could just get away, for example, libertarians and Christians, okay. Um, how can we get along? Because this is this the, the Republicans had to go along with this to put Mueller in there. I mean, Mueller and Comey, they go way back. Uh, Patrick Fitzgerald, there was nothing with this Valerie Plame thing. Nothing. She was not a covert operative. She had a desk job, happened to be at the CIA at a desk job. And Scooter Libby ends up going to jail when they knew all along that it was uh, uh, Colin Powell's boy Armitage that did it. But yet and still, they sent someone to prison, okay? And th this is Republicans. Same thing with Bush and uh, Ramos and Campion. They're doing their job, but they go to prison, and Bush does nothing about it. But Democrats never go after each other the way Republicans go after each other, in spite of the fact that in, in their coalition— uh, just one example, one part of their coalition, homosexuals and Muslims. The, the Muslim fundamentalists will kill the homosexual. All a Christian is going to do is quote the Bible to them. We're not going <laughs> to kill them. Agreed. 100% agreed. I find it insane. Not only that Muslims uh, are together in this coalition uh, with them, but how about women are together in the coalition with Muslims? I mean, yes. you've got to be kidding me. Gays, women, Muslims want to... Uh, you know, use barbaric thinking and barbaric acts on them. They want to throw Muslim in the uh, Muslim. They want to throw acid in the face of little girls who want to go to school. Will dare to yes. get educated and go to school. They want to throw gays off roofs. They want women to be covered a hundred percent from head to toe, like in a prison cell in the dark. Melania uh, did. It's barbaric. <laughs> Melania didn't. <laughs> yeah. Good for it, her. It, it, good for her. Good yes, for her. It's yes. barbaric. It really is. You saw. And yet women are in this coalition, and gays are in this coalition with Muslims. It's unbelievable. You can't believe it. So you're 100% right. Republicans, I always say, Democrats, I believe, are evil, and Republicans are literally stupid and cowardly and embarrassing mm. and weak-willed, and they're a bunch of wussies who are afraid of their own shadow, and they just won't fight for us, and they won't stand behind Trump. At the first sign of any sort of trouble, they run and they abandon their own side, and wow. it just is sickening. It really is. Yeah. I, I vote you president of the new Republican Party, brother. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> they need someone who could fight, you know, someone who knows how to fight. I know how to fight. I think the problem is, just to guess on my part, 99.9% .9 of every Republican 
uh, was raised rich and went to a country club and played golf at the age of eight with the with the partner Muffy, and they don't know how to fight, you know. And I yeah. grew up in a very rough urban inner city neighborhood, and I had to fight for my life. And I understand not only do you have to fight for your life because it's good for you to protect your life, but also it, it the only way to fight a bully is to stand up to a bully. If you let yeah. them win, that you'll never you'll never live a good life. They will haunt you and taunt you for the rest of your life. And then number three, they actually wind up respecting you if you fight. That was the thing. All the bullies that got beat up by me after they taunted me and I learned how to fight and I hit, and I hit back, we became friends. They weren't a bully to me anymore. They weren't a tormentor. They were my buddy because they respected a guy like that. me. Yeah, I had a guy like that in high school. But now, Wayne, I have to give a disclaimer, and I do. I always give this disclaimer when critiquing Republicans and Democrats, I was, and I'm sure you're in agreement. We're not talking about you, Ma and Pa Democrat, and we're not talking about you, Ma and Pa Republican. We're talking about the leadership of the Correct. Republican Party and, and the leadership of the Democrat Party. Correct. 100% correct. Yeah. And so the average Republican, 63 million of us voted for Trump. Wonderful people. I'm talking about Paul Ryan, Mitch McConnell, John McCain, Lindsey Graham. The list is long. They all abandoned Trump. Uh, uh, McCarthy, Kevin McCarthy, who supposedly made a comment, Trump is owned by the Russians. Now he claims it was a joke. Of course it's a joke. Trump isn't owned by the Russians. It's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. If anything, as you brilliantly pointed out, I completely forgot about it. I have this long list, but I completely forgot, Craig, that, that uh, Obama leaned over and said, as soon as the election's over, tell Vladimir I'll take full care of him. Yeah. You know, there's a guy that's owned by the Russians. Amen. Amen. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, brother, yeah. it's, it's, it's been great having you on. And uh, tell folks again uh, how to get you and, and your radio. Man, I'm so happy for you. Uh, nationally syndicated. Who's your syndication company? USA Radio Network, and uh, it's on 6 to 9 p.m. East Coast, so Richmond time would be 6 to 9 p.m. every night, and uh, we're on stations all over the country, but we add more every single week. I hope we can add your station in Richmond, you know, hey. USA Radio. So just hear it at usaradio.com. You can hear all my old shows that you've missed for the last six weeks I've been on. They're all at usaradio.com. You just click on the Wayne Root page. You'll see my picture there. And, of course, my website is Root. For America.com, easy to remember because what do I do all day long? Since the day I'm born, Craig, I root for America. <laughs> Wayne Root roots for America, baby. God bless you, brother. And listen, this is your third or fourth, probably fourth or fifth time uh, visiting us here at The Really Real Deal. If I can ever return the favor or do anything to help you out, brother, hey, you got it. You got it. Anytime. Love to be on, and uh, let's make it the 10th and the 20th time and get you on mine as well. Thank you, Craig. All right. God bless God you. God bless you. Bye.